Previously on Don't Stats, Nero casts a spell and asks some important questions. Who built the Basilica and why and when? More importantly, where and when are the bad humanoids? As with most of Nero's spells, things don't go quite according to plan. And Nathaniel reveals a new power we had. Tonight on Dumbstats, the bad humanoids answer some questions. It's dumb. Previously on Circle Jerk. Alright. Circle stats. Circle stats. Jerk stats. Jerk stats. It's jerk stats. Jerk stats. So. So Nate just came back to reality. Nate, you just come back from the from the sort of like your own version of the dream world. Nero, do you want to pop off that spellcraft? I do. Yeah. Quick. Um, you come back and everyone's kind of like looking at you. Nero, however, is fiddling his hands, like creating like some cantrips in the air. Looks like he's doing some magic math. It's going to be a 25. The spell works. Except you couldn't control the target. So... At least you don't feel like you could. But was it the right target? Yes. 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 Okay. The target was correct. Gotcha. Guys? What? Well, Nate, how are you, how are you feeling? <laughs> First <laughs> off, how you doing? Got more questions than answers. Yeah. But what did you see? I saw, I saw Rodolfo, I saw Rax. Rax is David? What? I don't know. It was weird. But Rax pointed at himself <clears throat> like he was the architect. Yeah, because I'm, I'm like 99% sure that my spell worked. Which which means Rax is St. Germain. Rax built this place. Rax is very old. Sneak will say St. Germain has been canonical for centuries. I mean, have you seen Rex? 
his head is a skull. But he looked like David for some reason. That's honestly the most confusing part because every time I've seen Rex, he just looks like his whole face almost has been. It was half of his face. It was like one half of his face. Maybe he wanted you to see that for some reason. Germ? Question. Germs, the candle is going off in Germ's head. <laughs> remembering, so he, he, Germ's remembering his encounter with Mordecai, the seemingly undying immortal lich, yep. whose heart was missing. Right. Uh, Who you couldn't kill. She, and we, we learned later that to become a lich, you need to make a pact with some undying with some otherworldly demon or angel or whatever some some kind of being yeah so David might have been a man just like you or I and so he couldn't have created this place but maybe the thing he made a deal with built it Rax whoever he is but perhaps sure. Saint Germain has become more of a an anti saint or a demon. And then what, what, David I guess what made, I'm, made what this I'm saying pact is... with that with Germain. Nate, uh, you're compelled mm-hmm. through triggered memory to look at the backside of all the journal entries. Okay. Something See this entry six Volska Valia, Holrock Fasil, Lily's Promise, Campstead Heath, there's that, there's the first half of the map. Cardona, Blind Prophet, can speak to him and translate. Two beings are Fazil, one being in New Hampshire, Shawdock. Oh, there it is. Oh, and there it is. Sharex Fatalis? Yes. The first one. Uh Shark Fatalis. Has David's name circled? The second one, David's name is crossed out with Rodolfo circled. Rodolfo Rex? Is Rex... David? Uh, is he just jumping from entity to entity? Is this uh, later? That's entry one. This, this is entry, entry two. This is entry five. Oh, entry five. There's entry four. Okay. So first she thought Sharax Fatalis was David, and then she crossed David out. And put, and put Rodolfo. Rodolfo. So even Elise didn't know. But she had a... But I think we just figured it out. Well, because yeah. Rodolfo couldn't speak to either of us, only Rax could. Right. Which means... I think what she meant was... David and Rax, or David and Sharax, whatever his name is, are linked. They they made a deal. They are together. They are one together. Right. And they became Rax. Right. The subscript. But Rax is controlling Rodolfo through whatever means, whether they're magical or just influential. Sneak will pull out like a book. And you guys seen this book before. It's like a Bible, right, of this world. But it's like a mythological tome of Vasca and Valia, right? 
and he'll start reading and he'll say, the Fatalis subscript is the last part of a pact, a death pact made between two individuals. When one completes the pact, their life is offered as a kind of prize to the one who initiated the pact. It's like a debt being paid for salvation. So they've given their lives over to Rex. One of them did. And the other is the one who initiated the pact. So Rodolfo initiated initiated and gave David's life to Rax or some being that now is Rax. Saint Germain. Saint Germain. Rax built this place for the king. Which means that Rax's entire existence is tied to this place. Which means that we probably don't want to be here right. for much longer. I don't want to be here. Should. Wait a minute. <clears throat> assuming we can use this... Assuming Rax and Mordecai follow the same rules. Mordecai's heart... She said her heart was somewhere safe. Somewhere no one would ever find it. And that was how we... That's how you kill her, is by finding her heart. Right. So if this place is tied to Rax, maybe his... That piece of him that's that important is here somewhere. Maybe this whole place is his piece of him. I pulled the old ball that was once my spellbook out of my bag of holding. Mm-hmm. I hold it in my hand. Is it doing anything? I let it go a bit. <laughs> I like to rip. You feel it softly moving, like vibrating. Do a spellcraft check. Yep. Eighteen plus fourteen, thirty-two. So the first thing you think of is you remember where you got this from. Yes. This was Stalin. Stalin. Stalin's spellbook. Yep. Stalin, who apparently was dead, mm-hmm. or at least after the Iowa. Who knows? Yeah. He's talking the show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but last time I interacted with this thing, it was like whispering at me and was it using some kind of black liquid or something? There is indeed a vital force coming from this thing. This is keeping someone alive. This is a lictus collector. I'm pretty sure we figured this out. I say... Here's somebody's heart. <laughs> Not sure who. How do you destroy it? That if one was so inclined. Where did you get, you get, get Where did you get that and when did you get it? Sneak says. This used to be a spellbook to a temporary mentor of mine who Stellan. Stellan. The king's brother. Yes. Um, when I, did he give it to you? It was in his bag of holding, which I found on the dame's kids, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or the ship where we robbed 
the cap. Yeah. Story. Right. Yep. Um, I found the bag in the ship. The book was in the bag, and Stellan was in the book. This was a part of it. Was the book... Was the book not in... It was also in Stellan's apartment, which the bag was temporarily a yeah. gate to the apartment. Right. right. That's where... Yeah, it was, it, it was in the bag and the... <clears throat> because I went but in... They were the same thing. Right. Because I went in the apartment and wound up coming out of the bag. Yes. And you found dog shit. Dog shit was in there. The dead yep. sea captain's body. Well, one way or another, it's it's belonged to Stalin Delgado. Yeah, so he never gave it to me. I found it and he never asked for it. And it used he, to He have, was inside it, of it at one point, was he not? Yep. Yeah, and he, he, came, he came out and I just kept the book. I don't remember him giving it to And me. then after performing dispel after dispel after dispel after dispel after dispel on this thing, it he just whittled it down to this up. thing. Yeah, and it's just this, what is it, like gold? It's like a gold egg, yeah. yeah it's like yeah. a snitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I even tried saying I opened up to close it. But <laughs> and it did not work. It did not work. Alas. Um, did you put your mouth on it? Yeah. Did you try eating it? I think I did, and that's when the weird shit started happening, <laughs> actually. So it was like, hey, my toy sweet. Um, how? We should try to destroy it. How? I don't know. Take a germ, take a swing at it. I'll do it. I'll use my plus two axe of vampire's kiss, and I won't. I'll chop it right the fuck out of your hand. Do it, man. Because you well, look I'm at like you want to stab something. Like a maniac. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to break it. All right, you got to swing at it. I put it on yeah. the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll, a, a roll an attack for me. Twenty-three. All right. Uh, you strike it, and it skitters across the room and bursts open in like a slow motiony kind of way and like black and gray smoke pour out of it like liquid that then vaporizes uh and you see a younger version of mordeker standing there right who charges at you but then vaporizes in smoke uh as she like gets close to you germ um and uh you you all Everybody roll uh, will saves for me. Ooh. Willpower. Willpower. 11. 21. 11. 11. 24. Damn. Uh, I got that ring. That ring's really doing it for me, man. Uh, let's get everybody. What does that ring do? Plus four to AC and all saves. That's nice. Nate. Why? Don't I am. <laughs> <laughs> you, it was your call. You're the one who gave it to me. Nate, yeah, was it? Nate, you, Marantha, and Peppery all take 10 psychic damage. Uh, this thing screeches and screams. You all cover your ears, right? It's just piercing, piercing, piercing loud, uh, shrieking and screaming. And then um, all of the smoke sort of like you know, like, get sucked back into the egg 
as it like sort of just spins around on the floor with this huge crack and like burn spot on it now. I say you hit it again. Because you do, and I go to hit it again. some damage there. <laughs> I go to hit it again as long as nobody stops me. Yeah. Uh, you hit it and just scatters across the floor and hits the wall and cracks in two. Cracks in two. Yeah, I mean it was it was done. Oh, it's done. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, good. Just to just to be sure. Maybe we should burn it. And with that, and with that, just to be sure, Mordecai is now vulnerable to death. Yay! Yes. <clears throat> so, so Germ says, "Hey, do you think maybe that means now that Mordecai's vulnerable to death?" <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Something tells me. And Nero, Germany. you have no doubt in your mind that she knows she is. Oh yeah, she knows we got a number. Last time we saw her was on the boat. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Hey, what was Stellan doing with Mordecai's heart? Mm-hmm. Protecting it. And how is Mordecai? Mordecai works for the king. Mm-hmm. Stellan was the king. Does she? Stellan was the king's. Uh, Marantha will say, Mordecai, yes. She was one of the king's allies that that northern advisor brought down. She worked for him for a while before she was promoted very quickly through the ranks in the army and then the navy. She was one of the worst. Still is, although now. For now. Looks like we can finally drive something through that black heart. Were there one there? You just made it easier. But but Germ's detective Germ is curious. Well, one more thing. Curious Germ. Back to my hunt. Just one more thing. Now, back Uh, to my hunt. Back to my hunch. What what was Stellan doing with Mordecai's heart? Clearly, they were in cahoots. He was protecting them. Either, if the king and Stellan were as at odds as they seemed to be, then Mordecai was betraying the king and working with Stellan. Or... Stellan was also working for the king. And the whole rivalry was just a charade of some kind. That seems more likely. But there is just one more thing. What was Stellan doing? Well, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say it exactly, but no. But why male models? Why <laughs> male models? When you... When a person makes a pact to become an undying creature. A lich. A lich. They, mm-hmm. they, they give, they, they give they a part of themselves, themselves away. Yes. So we just destroyed Mordecai's heart. Right. Are we considering the possibility that Mordecai gave a part of herself to Stellan to become Come undying? But Stellan and that's has, why he has it. it. Or had it. Does Stellan have that power? I don't think that's so. what I'm asking. Can Chronopaths Does he have that power? That's my question. I'm, I'm just, just asking, asking questions. questions. And I'm also asking these questions. Would Nero have any inclination? Was he a chronopath or could he just use chronopathy? Could he create a lich is what Germ is wondering. You can't help Nero but think about that intersection between time magic and death magic which is chaos 
that small intersection there at the bottom right corner of the Akhtar Arcana that just before death there is a kind of chaotic understanding of time and how time works yeah. that we're only able to perceive it marching forward yet at that moment right before death perhaps we learn something slightly different about it In other words, someone who practices chronopathy, someone who practices necropathy, maybe they're way one. closer linked yeah. than... But which one was Stellan is the question. He never gave me any kind of... No. He claimed to be a chronopath. Correct. The last chronopath. Correct. And he tried to teach me to be a chronopath. Correct. Why? Why did he want to teach you time magic? Why did he? Why was that so important for him? I don't want to tell him. Just check to remember. Because no, no, no. This is something that he didn't. He didn't ever tell you. <clears throat> he was so vague. Oh, oh, he was always yeah, vague. No, yeah, yeah, fuck about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were asking for a specific. Like this, this should, you know, these are questions that nag you a lot. Um, your wife did. And he said he saw something in me. He said I had the gift mm-hmm. of chronopathy. He's trying to keep you away from death magic? Maybe someone who practices death magic needs someone who practices time magic. Well, he said that they're often one and the same thing. The, the, the lines are blurred. Just like Voska and Vilia are often considered the same. He needed a... Well, a link. Maybe I, the apex of time magic and apex of death magic lies tower beyond anything we could possibly imagine. Yeah. I've, I've got a bananas theory, and I don't know if I don't know if it's fair to say that Germ came up with it. You know. <laughs> All right. So, 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 Germ's really gotten into the idea of being a detective. So he's really <laughs> overanalyzing everything. He's overanalyzing everything, and he knows that this place we're in is built outside of time. It, in, it, it stands still in time, and it's it can it, and it's basically a prison in time. He knows that it was built by Saint Germain, who is effectively Rax. So we don't necessarily. Is it Stellan wanted you? to pursue chronopathy knowing that hearing now that chronopathy and necropathy that that time magic and death magic are kind of one and the same thing how is it so unlikely that Stellan and Rax are two sides of the same coin and that they're kind of the same Person. person and that he he might have more he might have more to do with this thing we're in right now, this building we're in right now, and that he wanted you to study it so that where it gets this is where it gets really wild is he wanted you to take his place mm. so that maybe he could finally die die uh, I like that theory 
But it's so bananas. he's orchestra. So Stellan slash Rex. Germ just had an aneurysm coming up. With that. <laughs> <laughs> so and it's probably not even true. Here's the thing: if Stellan is the chronopath and Rax is the necropath, mm-hmm. what is in between them? Chaos. Chaos magic. Nero Gamwich. Yep. I mean, they were kind of. And what were they doing when you last saw them? Fighting over me. Fighting fighting each other. Over you. Over me. Yeah. They're Ooh. both trying to take you to the prom. Yeah, they're both <laughs> Boat prom. They're trying, both to, trying to take, take you to, to boat prom. Time death prom. Time death prom. Um, death time. Yeah. See, I don't think they're the same person. But they are both or best friends. Maybe they're Voska and Vilya. Do you say that? Yeah, say it. I'll say it. <clears throat> Sneak will look at you, Marantha and Peppery will look at you and then like look down and be like... <sighs> I mean... It's a lot of dudes. Time and death are constantly at wages with each other, which makes sense because we are all we are all <clears throat> traveling through time, no matter how fast or slow, ultimately to arrive at the same end, which is death. Would it not make sense that the two would constantly be at odds with each other, one trying to trump the other, one trying because, to stop the other? Because death. Is final and time is eternal. Time keeps moving. Yes, exactly. But without one, the other can't really exist, can it? Right, which is why, you know, what's all this for? You can't have one without the other. Is there, at this point, we've seen a bunch of like prophecies and Mm -hmm. stuff related. Mm -hmm. Is there any, are there any figures in the Voskavalia myth? that, like, might pit us or me, like, in certain roles. Like, we talk Something about, about, about the Herifim. The Herifim. Is there anything else? Like, what, what was the Herifim thing? The Herifim is, uh, historically, mythologically, the one from the plane. So, here's, the, here's how it goes. Valia arrives on a plane... And Vasca and Vilia were sent by their father to set prepare worlds for his conquest of them. Yes. They were to essentially eliminate all figures that could possibly pose a threat and just let the world be open. Now, mythology says that Vilia one time got to a world and changed his mind because he fell in love with that world. He couldn't do it. He couldn't pit the forces against the, each other in chaos enough. And he couldn't, you know. And then when Vasca arrived, Valia bucked at that authority and said, tried to get his brother to join him it's in mm-hmm. defiance of their father. Vasca wouldn't. So that created 
Vasca and Valia's conflict. Mm-hmm. Vasca was loyal to his father. Valia was rebellious to his father. And that created the problem. That world, you guys kind of deduce, is Ishan. The one that you're learning about in this mm-hmm. basilica. Gotcha. So that's kind of like the OG world that started the conflict between Vasca and Valia. You guys are not Ishan. You're right. not. Yeah. That's not where you are. Your place is called Kantera. Mm-hmm. The world has a different name. That kind of thing, right? So you have no idea what that has to do with you, why any of this is here, blah, 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 blah. Okay. But that's it, like mythologically what you know about it. The Herophon was Valia's kind of failsafe to ensure that the world could not be overthrown by their father or thrown into chaos by Vasca. Because Vasca's primary uh, uh, attribute is war. Right. And like the Ares side of war, not the... Uh, I know this is the not the Athena side of war, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And it's the chaotic, frenzied, bloodshed kind of war, yeah. right? All victories are pyrrhic victories, kind of war. Everyone loses, Ragnarok, that kind of thing. Um, chaos, and so uh, in a sense, so Valia created this Herophon. Right, which you guys have learned about in this temple, mm-hmm. right? She was the dancer. Correct. Yeah. To stop originally, to, to, to originally stop the invasion of Ishan. Yeah. The guardian, right, is the one who is selected amongst the living to <coughs> essentially put their life on the line to make sure that the Herophon lives Mm -hmm. until the moment where they can stop whatever is going to happen. Yeah. Ascent into their kind of godlyhood, demigodlyhood. Right. The Aratron, Elise, Mm -hmm. right, is the one who is charged with essentially telling the Herophon that you're there. And the same with the Guardian. Okay. Picking both of them. The ward is the one who is sent to protect the Aratron, which is Snake, Arthur. Right? These were all sort of positions kind of chosen by Valia. He set up a multi-tiered kind of fail-safe mm-hmm. system because one of the things Valia did was wipe his memory because that was the only way that Vasca... He knew, that's the only way that he knew that if he were defeated and forced into, like, coerced into telling what he had done, he could wipe his memory and not be able to tell Vasca what he had done. Mm-hmm. And he did that. And that's what you guys learned about in that first, in those first ten floors. Yeah. He forgot about a lot of things and slowly started to relearn them over time, what he had done. Right? And... Uh, it created this kind of problem because Valia, Belial, right, they're the same, couldn't fully prepare for everything. He had to trust that the Herophon, the Guardian, the Aratron, the Ward would 
do their thing. Yeah. And it would happen organically. So. Those are things you'll know about the myth behind all of this. Cool. The reason why your world, however, is so religiously hell-bent on worshipping Vasca is because there's a, there was a different interpretation of <clears throat> the Voskian and Valian myth in your world. So. And that is, is that Vasca is actually an angel, Valia is actually a demon. Yeah. And all of that was a trick that Valia tried to do to gain sympathy from people. And Vasca saw through it. Yeah. What are you guys talking about? Jordan <laughs> <laughs> blacked out for, that, for a minute there. And we could say everything you just said. We all kind of relay it to each other and try to recount. Yep. The mythos. Yeah, we, we, we just spent like an hour having a conversation, basically. Basically reciting everything you learned in Sunday school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in the last ten floors of this facility. Right. Jerome um, can't help but see the parallels, and he he feels like he's the last person to figure it out. <laughs> but he'll say it anyway. Is that we've got a Herifim, an Autotron, and a Guardian right here. Do we have? I don't. <clears throat> I don't follow. Yeah. Snake will say, "What do you mean, right here?" Well, we've got. I know myself. Is the ward and Elise is the Oratron. I was thinking it was more like Nero is our Herifim. He's the chosen one, so to speak. Yeah. I. My only job is to protect people. Uh, I fight. It's about all I'm good for. And we've got our storyteller over here to to use his words to be our, be our warrior. warrior. Hmm. And he points at Nate. I mean, you did inherit quite some gifts from your mother in that regard. My gift and gab. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, Nero has the same powers, if a little behind, as Stellan and Rax. Nathaniel has the power of words, and I'm here to make sure neither of you die. It would make sense, you know, because is... why haven't you left? I mean, we, we talk about this a lot, you know. I've got nowhere else to go. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, even the ocean has been taken from me. <laughs> I have literally nowhere else to go. You could not name, I cannot name a single place I have to go besides with you guys. Well, certainly, now that we've made Canadera's uh, most wanted criminals out of ourselves, started out as money, and then it became curiosity, and then it became friendship, friendship. <clears throat> and now it's something more. 
I feel like the cover of this Blu-ray would just be the two 1,000 credit notes. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> That was paid yeah. to you in a weird slap in the face because there's three of you. <laughs> yeah. And like it sort of like sums up mm -hmm. very nicely how everyone has treated you. Yeah. Yeah, we'll pay them. We'll pay them like dicks. <laughs> we'll make them choose you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll create conflict within them. All right. Either way, we should probably. Germ says as he starts to go up the stairs. just. Let's just go. Let's let's finish this thing. Yeah, we've come too far to turn back. True. We literally can't turn back without <clears throat> dropping three hundred. Physically impossible. Yeah. yeah. Or we could just live the rest of our lives in this right here. room. <laughs> Sneak sure says. Sneak says. I do have a lot of bacon. No. Oh. Yeah, that is bacon. I'm kind of on board. Nero stands. Just save your bacon for the morning. <laughs> This place is our density. <laughs> density? <laughs> our density. Um, Alright, let's all right. Let's go. Alright. Uh, which painting do we go to? It's, it's just one, is there none? Yeah, it's there's just the next level. Oh, it's just one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought there was multiple. They ones. they go up like yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go up. All right, uh, you walk up to the next level after the last one, and remember the last one was, again, beating the shit out of mm -hmm. the blood priest, which you all feel relatively at peace with now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're like, oh, got a full night's sleep. We did some plot crunching, <clears throat> you know? Like, we got our rocks off by beating the crap out yeah. of this. <laughs> Feels good, man. Death priest. Yeah. See? I feel like it's the kind of satisfaction you get when, like, you see... An animal that's not gonna make it, and you just put it out of its misery. Yep. <laughs> and and it was hard to do, but you know it was the right thing to do, yeah. even yeah. though it wasn't easy. You know. There's a definite that's release. Like. There's there's a definite <laughs> release. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like that if the animal was a horrible wizard who is standing in a room <laughs> filled with blood. <laughs> all right, all right. You know what? Germ never said he was good at analogies. Okay. <laughs> Nice. Stick to uh, 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 sea and the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. All right, <laughs> I will. I oh. will stick before to the we step that I'm used to. through the door thing. Well, let me describe what you see real quick. Okay, I won't go chasing blood shamans. <laughs> blood shamans. <laughs> All right, uh, the stained glass is one that you saw kind of earlier. Please stick to the wizards <laughs> and the rogues that you're used to. <laughs> Oh, which is rogues? I get it. I get it. I know <laughs> you're gonna reverse time one way. I take no responsibility for this. Cast and feather falls. Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Please stick to the dispel magic that you're used to. Alright. Sorry. Uh, I have nothing to do with this. Yeah. <laughs> Panel three. You see a bald elf mage with like blue energy running through his face and his body, like tattoos, essentially, holding a curved scimitar in the air. Uh, Nero checked his journal where he says, Number three, bald elven wizard slash scimitar. And it says, This adds up. 
Wait, so we, we it's almost as though I'm reading from the same document <laughs> I did last time. <laughs> almost. That's almost. A, that's a stained glass window. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the of the hallway. You walk up the spiral staircase into the hallway, and that's the panel <laughs> yeah. that you're walking towards, a la Mario 64. We saw, like... You saw these sharp. as this thing go yeah, up. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. As you're walking towards the panel, uh, glyphs read... Match the new gods with their magical implements, their gifts, to the next millennium. Do you go through? I yeah. Put, I put my hand through. I push him through. The rest of the <laughs> <laughs> um, you appear in a room with eight statues in it. Um, I get off her hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dust yourself off. Dara! Dara, Nate. Oh, Gwen, Jesus. Yep. Yep. Gwen farts. Car farts. A circular room with eight statues of uh, what you assume are noble heroes of the past from this from this story arc. This story arc of the story of Ishan. And on the ground in front of them are eight pedestals with items floating on them. <clears throat> Um, you notice that the pedestals are on this kind of like movable track, right? Uh, and, um, they can be sort of like notched up, like forward, if you will, to like let something else go behind it or around it. So there's a way, you know, like you can move them kind of in all directions. Mm -hmm. It's not just one way, clockwise or counterclockwise. You can move them. So that you you yeah. know like in a way they move that, them past each other correct 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 gotcha right here are the figures that you see you see a statue of a uh, half demon half man and in front of him is. The item looks like a small floating tree. It's like a small, like, almost like a bonsai tree, but with no leaves on it. So just the branches. So that's one statue, and the item in front of the him. The item in that statue is a small tree. Correct. In front of him. It's one, it's one piece. Okay. Yep. The next one, you see a towering, what can only be described as a lizard man. Right? But he's big and imposing, not skinny, right? Does have a tail. Has dragon wings coming out of his back. In front of him is a large um, warhammer. Next to that, you see a small figure. Not like a hobbit or a dwarf, right? But still relatively short. Five foot, five foot two. But the face is barely there, right? You see strange eyes, no nose, regular mouth. So practically faceless. And in front of that figure, uh, you see a, uh, like, three floating stones that sort of like orbit around each other 
Are they actually floating around the statue? Yeah. Well, no, just around the pedestal that they're in front of them. Because, like, it's like the statues are in a circle and the pedestals are in front of each statue with the items on them. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. The next figure you see is, like, a female sort of, like, wildling type, right? But more feral, almost cat-like. I think Chitara, if you will. So, yeah. Chitara. Yeah. What, what references? Oh, Thundercats. Thundercats. Oh. And in front of her is a set of armor. But it, it's not like plate mail. It's like leather. And it's uh, completely black. Like jet black. Next to that, you see a tall, skinny, uh, wizard-looking figure, right, with uh, piercings all throughout his face, and like down his neck, tattoos, everything like that, crazy spiky white hair, and in front of him, a large, you guys know what a Zweihander is? No. It's like a double-bladed sword. So think Darth Maul, but a large sword gotcha. instead. My first thought was two blades yeah. going out the same way. Sack. It's also hot. And I guess it's Vihander is really one blade, but you use <coughs> two hands. But this is double blade. Zvi Blader. Yeah, Zvi Blader. Custom. Uh, one one blade is beaming white. The other one is like negative space black. Next figure you see is a dwarf. Stereotypical as can be. Dwarven armor. Right? That kind of look. Dwarven helmet. And in front of him is a... Uh, a featureless uh, crown. Almost more like a coronet. Just a circle that would fit over the head. With tribal etchings in it. This one statue has two figures on it. Uh, they look like twin tree folk, druid tree folk. And in front of, front of them, you see uh, a curved scimitar. Next to them, uh, you see a human cleric type long beard right but not dressed in robes dressed more in armor like a pa almost like a paladin uh if you will and in front of him is one almost basketball sized orb that is pulsating different uh iridescent colors And finally, sorry. No, there's, there's one more. There's nine figures. Yep. Yeah, no, okay. Okay. Yep, my bad. That's all right. Uh, there is the bald elf mage that's in the uh, window. And in front of him is a leather-bound book with an eyeball in the middle of the uh, front cover that is, like, looking at you all. Mm-hmm. The eyeball 
Yes. <clears throat> I like to move back and forth to see. Yeah, to don't, see don't, it don't, it's just don't. <laughs> I had to check. Yeah, I, I can tell you with confidence. Don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for a Japanese game show host to come out. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'll just saw these. Uh, get it, okay? Creepy, <laughs> random. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, it seems like we got a we got a match game here. Mm-hmm. Ba 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 da. Ba. I heard that. Um. Everyone, watch out for whammies. <laughs> no whammies. No whammies. No whammies. I don't think we need to move a thing. Let's let's just punch them all in and move on. Is there a door? Okay. Or yes, there's a door that. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh, we, we go because you go back out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we got to solve this in order to achieve the next level. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm guessing. I, can I inspect these statues and pedestals mm-hmm. more closely? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go up to the book. Okay. With the eye. Okay. Uh, I inspect it. Okay. <laughs> is, there, is there any words on it? Any symbols or glyphs? Or nope. The eyes wall is looking at you as you look up at it. And the book is completely blank. Right. I say hello to the eyeball. Okay. I poke the eyeball. Uh, your hand goes oh, through shit. it. Your hand goes through it. This is a hologram. Hologram. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that didn't help. Should, should we just, just go, go for it? it? Should we just match, match them off, off and, and, and see what see happens? What happens. Alright, well, I go ahead and I start pushing the elf okay. towards the scimitar. Okay. So you're gonna, it's the, push the scimitar yeah, towards yeah, the yeah, elf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I start pushing the pedestal. Alright, cool. And I put it in front. Okay. Does anything happen? It kind of locks into place. Okay. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna throw out. I'm gonna say we match. I don't necessarily do. I don't push the things yet, but I but I suggest to you guys, lizard man with black leather armor, uh, the human cleric paladin priest looking guy with the double bladed sword that is both light and dark at the same time. That makes sense for a cleric, good and mm-hmm. evil, light and dark. It also makes sense for the half demon, half man. It's true, but I think we gotta pull the trigger on this one. <laughs> I mean, why would that make sense? Say, a player, a player wizard stone. with the pulsating orb, demon man with the book with the eye, and well, no, god damn it! Didn't you Short say the faceless man didn't have eyes? Uh, his eyes just looked uh, very, 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 very plain, almost as though they're drawn on. Yeah, we kind of reach the eyes. His yeah. Eyes. Yeah. Uh, I like lick my thumb and like rub up against the statue. <laughs> you rub up the statue and nothing happens. Nothing happens. But, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's say we push we push the statues of the ones that we're sure about. The, the druid in the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, the elf in the scimitar. I already did the elf. The Warhammer and the Dwarf, and the Crown and the Tribal Lady, Cat Lady. Okay, so we go ahead and... Does anything bad happen when we do that? Nope. Is there anything else in this room? Nope. Alright, I I push the lizard towards the black leather armor. 
Okay. Okay. Does anything bad happen? Or anything anything happen at all? Nope. Just clicks into place. Okay. Um I'm looking at the cleric. Okay. And from my knowledge of clerics in general, uh-huh. uh do they work with floating stones? No. Would, do I recognize these floating stones as, as to like anything that I've seen in the world before? No. How do we know he's a cleric? Uh he just has that that look about him, right? He's got like a mace and a shield and like a religious symbol, but he's not what wearing like super heavy plate. Like? He's not wearing like super heavy plate armor, like a paladin would. It's more chain. Okay, but does the religious symbol look like anything? Nope, not not something that you recognize. Okay. All right, well, if the cleric has a mace, he probably doesn't get the sword, the double-bladed sword. Right. Who would, then? I'm going to say the half-demon. That's what I think. Gets the sword. All right, I push the half-demon man towards the double-bladed sword. Okay. Sword, and you said you pushed the lizard already. Towards the armor, yeah, the black armor. Vice versa. So far, nothing bad has happened, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. So that leaves us with the book with the eye, the pulsating orb, the three stones, and the three stones, and the, the short faceless man, the cleric, and the tall thin wizard. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna put the book with the eye in front of the short faceless man. Okay. Who got the armor? We did the armor. For who? The lizard. The lizard man. The lizard right. man. That leaves the three stones, the tall thin wizard, and the cleric, and the uh, double-bladed sword. No, no, no. The sword is in front of the tiefling. I'm oh, sorry. So that leaves the pulsating orb, the three stones, the short, the tall thin wizard, and the cleric. Right? Yeah. I'm going to push the stones. The three stones. Mm-hmm. Three stones in front of the cleric. Okay. And I'm going to push the orb in front of the wizard. Okay. So let me know where everything is. <clears throat> the scimitar is in front of the elf. Yep. The tree is in front of the druids. Uh-huh. The crown is in front of the cat lady. Uh-huh. The hammer is in front of the dwarf. Uh-huh. The sword, the double-bladed sword is in front of the tiefling. Uh-huh. The armor is in front of the lizard. Uh-huh. The book is in front of the faceless short person. Uh-huh. The stones are in front of the cleric. Uh-huh. And the orb are in fr- is in front of the wizard. Okay. And I say, go! <laughs> Activate! Nothing happens. Hmm. Um, I poke my head out of the painting to mm-hmm. see if anything in the other room changed. There's no other button, no fourth level. There's yeah, no, like, switch. Nope. Alright, I'm guessing switch we've the, got... Switch the sword... I w- I'm gonna say switch to the... To the cleric. But the cleric has a mace. In his hands already. Why would he have a sword and a mace? But the sword is glowing black and white, like Which makes, void but, and gold. But clerics are... Almost always good. But they represent deities, which represent good and evil. 
Yeah, but but one deity usually only represents one of those things. Okay, well, we need to change something. So I'm going to switch the stones and the orb between the cleric and the wizard. So I'm going to push the stones in front of the wizard and the orb in front of the cleric. Okay. Nothing happens? God damn it. You're a wizard, you have a spell book, and you see things that you shouldn't be able to see. I say we put the book with the eyeball in front of the wizard, and we put everything else back the way we had it the first time. Okay, try it. So put the, the book with the eyeball in front of the wizard, and what did the wizard have before? He had the he had the orb. Yeah. So that means the orb, I think, should go to the demon man. You mean the, Wait, no, 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 the no, faceless the, the man? short faceless man, yeah. Nothing happens. Jesus Ask, ask for help. Okay, no, no. I keep the book in front of the wizard. Uh huh. I put the orb in front of the cleric and the stones for the faceless man. Nothing happens. God damn it. I push um, the stones. Detect, detect. Um. Did you do like a? Hey Miro, did you did you like scan the room? Is there there's nothing like there's no weird magical traps I, or I, mean, I, I looked around the room with my eyes. <clears throat> there's nothing. Well, look around the room with your magic. This whole <laughs> building is magical. I'm just gonna get magic for like yes. for days. I don't, use, I don't think that's gonna your, help. What are, don't, didn't did you, you get, get like help? Don't, don't you have a thing that, that shows things how they're supposed to be? Oh yeah, I could burn one of my true sight abilities on my staff. Should we? I mean, we got like nine levels left after this. I was Didn't you tell us that you had like a dream statue puzzle on our own? <laughs> couldn't couldn't you couldn't you ask uh, the gods or or Elise? Again, I could do that three times total, and I've already done it once. So we're just pushing statues around. I don't think this should be this complicated. Wait a minute, guys. This is dumb. I know. What do dwarves do? They look at stones. Three stones go to the dwarves. What do clerics use? Maces, war hammers. Swap the hammer to the ma to the cleric and the stones to the dwarf. And then, you know, I watch, figure out where everything else needs I to go. I watch from there. Germ do that and see if it works. Nothing happens. Well, <sighs> Hang on. Yes. I have notes from last time. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a halfling. Remember when we went up and we saw all the, the rooms? Yeah, there's a halfling things. with a chest that he was the given to him by the raven, by the raven goddess. Raven goddess. There's a cleric who is back-to-back with a goddess uh-huh. in a tower. That's the same one. That's the cleric in here. Yeah. There was a humanoid dragon with a huge sword. Was that sword double-sided? It's possible. No, but it's the only sword. So maybe the lizard man gets the sword. I put the sword in front of the lizard man. Okay. Um, that would mean the black armor has to go somewhere else. We'd have to go to the demon man, because the demon man had the sword before. Correct. 
Okay, I put the black armor on the demon man. The room lights up. Whoa! <laughs> you guys had seven of the original. Literally, the sword and the armor were the only ones flipped from the original really? one you did. Wow. Yes. Glyphs appear above each one. The demon man, the name Barakas Isaias forms, and uh, Night Shroud uh, forms above the item. Above the lizard man, Noric Moonscale forms, and Pax Bringer forms above the blade. Uh, above the faceless man, the name Den appears, D-I-N. And above the book, the lidless eye forms. Above the uh, tribal cat woman, the, words Nix, the word Nixtiri forms. And Philinix Lycanus forms above the crown in front of her. Above the wizard, the pierced wizard, the name Gannets forms. And Evocatrix forms above the orb, the singular orb. <laughs> above the dwarf... Retinous battle hammer forms, <laughs> and above the warhammer, the great constructor forms. Above the twin uh, tree folk, timber and vember uh, form, and the name oak rot forms above the tree. Above the cleric, the name velus forms, and sankarm forms above the three stones. And above the bald elf mage, which moves towards the middle through that apex between death and uh, time, you see. Dr. Pensorius Beardstrom forms, and Stromstrike appears above the uh, scimitar, which floats above his hands. The statue moves and appears like the stained glass panel. Uh, huge bolt of lightning strikes in the room. All the statues disappear, and glyphs appear in the air telling the story of Gods and Ancients Part 3. The heroes of this realm were aligned with great gifts, implements that they themselves crafted. These implements were imbued with their own souls at the times of their deaths. They became the avatars of the ether that would infuse the future. They were purposefully lost to the world, scattered among the heavens for their future owners to relocate. And when the ether began dying a thousand years later, only then did the items resurface and set the stage for the most vital turning point of the whole Valian mythos. The prelude to Millennium. The Ishan without an heir. And we'll stop there. Guys, guys, guys. It's about to get real good. And Germ just assumes that none of that was important. So... Yeah.